You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert. And I'm really, really, um, I always say excited. So I was looking for another word today, but I can't, I'm excited about this conversation. One of the things that we really live for here at Superpower Experts and at the Superpower Up Network is this idea of like making it, it's okay, right? It's okay to be yourself. It's okay to to kind of expand out. It's okay to venture into spaces that that might feel a little scary and certainly aren't um, normal in, in, in your in your social spheres. And that's okay. Sometimes we're called on to be pioneers. And so how do you do that in a world where um, the the kind of traditional physical reality is set up on such a pedestal and this this other stuff feels fluffy and 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 we're exploring this concept of spiritual growth, personal development, human potential, all, all of that kind of enmeshed in one. But in order to do that, we have to start acknowledging that some of this might be real and it might be, there might be implications for it being real and, and, and what is even it that we're talking about, right? And so, so today's guest is, is coming on to, so we can have this beautiful dialogue around normalizing spirituality. And by that, we don't mean watering it down, right? In any stretch of the imagination, it means taking that amazing kind of ecstasy that is that relationship with the divine and integrating it into all aspects of our lives and being okay talking about it and saying hey, uh, yeah i have a spiritual practice and this is what i follow i've you know we've gotten very vocal about being in service to the divine and, and what we do and, and the rewards because of it right the kind of life we get to live here and so we're talking today with christine fredheim about normalizing that experience by saying it's okay and encouraging people to be a little bit more open about that. And she has this beautiful, beautiful approach to things. Um, she has soul cards that are done in both black and, and in a blush, which, which are, is such a fantastic concept about what, where are you coming into that and how are you normalizing that? Um, and what draws you in or where are you at in this particular level of growth? And, and, and her whole um, kind of, shtick around that and, and, and emphasis is to make sure that people know that this stuff is okay to engage with. And so I'm super excited to bring her on and talk about her experience coming to that and how she helps others dive more deeply into their own spiritualism. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Christine to the show. Christine, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. I am so honored and so excited to be on the show and talk all things spirituality wise. <laughs> so excited. Well, beautiful. Well, we're so great. So glad to have you. And it's great to dive into this with you. Our first question is, what are your superpowers? My superpowers, my God. I kind of think of myself as the coolest superpower where I feel like I'm a human lie detector. So I can like <laughs> tell when people are lying immediately. Um, but no, I'm a psychic medium and I give readings and I also work on cases where I look at old old uh, cases to solve them or missing person cases and stuff like that. And Beautiful. also a writer. I just like to use all my spiritual gifts and my contact mm. with spirit and help as much as I possibly can. 
Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I, I love that kind of concept. We, uh, my husband and I are both former counterintel agents with the government here in the States. And so, um, you know, we worked with some folks that got brought in on certain cases and we call them cold cases here. And so right. um, we've had a number of psychics on who, who assist in that. And it's such a fantastic aspect of that a lot of people don't think about. Yeah. Um, and so, so it's neat that you've had those experiences. But today I really want to dive into this this idea of first, in order to normalize it, I think we all have to be willing to share, uh, you know, how we came to that. And, and was it was it totally accepted where you are and in your family? No. Said, was that something? <laughs> no, absolutely like, not. <laughs> I don't Never. know that I've met anyone yet who said yes, but, no. but you know, somebody. I mean, so what I, was that like for you? Well, I'm 30, I'm 32 years old now. So when I was a child, it was still not really talked about, but my mom has always been spiritual. But when she was married to my dad, it wasn't a topic that we talked about at home. But I came home from kindergarten and I would be like, why doesn't anyone see what I see? And I would just mm -hmm. be very frustrated about that I could see spirit and I point out and the kids wouldn't, wouldn't understand. And um, these things kept happening where I could say and sense, sense things about other people. And I was always very vocal about it. And my parents sat down with me and said like, Hey girl, listen, mm -hmm. this is something that we should keep between these four walls. It's something that other people won't understand. And you're going to have a bigger understanding of it when you grow older because it might just you know go away mm -hmm. and um so I kept it I kept it to myself until I was in my teens and then I started talking about it because it was just so natural to me my experiences and I'm always I've always been very open and honest person so I talked to my friends about it and I talked to people about it. And then, of course, I was bullied. I've been called a witch, which I now find as a compliment because witches <laughs> are badasses. <laughs> and uh, I just kind of like followed my own path where helping other people and, and finding that intention of what, why and what I wanted to use my gift for really helped me feel sane. But I had to work a lot on my self-worth a lot mm -hmm. on my uh, emotional stuff to be able to really stand in it a hundred percent. And now I feel mm -hmm. so strong in, in my superpower or what you want to call it that nothing can really rock it. But in the beginning, it's scary for sure. And when you're scared, it doesn't always help um, listening to your intuition either. It's like pushing things away from you. So the more, mm -hmm comfortable you are with yourself the stronger the gift and the stronger you can stand so yeah mm, beautiful beautiful thank you so much for that really open and transparent share i appreciate that um folks go check out these cards they're absolutely go gorgeous soulcardstarot.com for you listening s-o-u-l-c-a-r-d-s-t-a-r-o-t.com be sure to go check those out there um, she's just done a great job of encapsulating kind of the heart and spirit of the tarot, which is, is deep, deep in its wisdom. Thank and I encourage you. you to go take a, take a peek at it. We're going to, we're going to be right back today. We're talking about normalizing spirituality with Christine Fredheim, and we will be right back after this break. One moment. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, executive director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you 
for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, and we're talking today about normalizing spirituality. And we have the wonderful and beautiful Christine Fredheim on with us to, to share. Before the break, she was sharing her experience. And I love, Christine, that you brought up this idea of it. it it's weird. like it, And it's so cool that, that you kind of had this this experience with the tarot also that that was my entry point into kind of the mm. woo woo whatever mm. um as a counter intel agent you know i started playing with tarot cards and reading them intuitively studying intuitive readings and um and it was for whatever reason it just worked for me but it was super strange and i didn't tell anybody like i kind of kept it in the closet yeah you know, i didn't want to talk about it and um you know, I'm, I'm a professional. I was running around chasing spies and it's like, and here I am playing with, you know, witchy things. And so, so I really understand that perspective. And then the other thing that hit me really, really hard was I grew up in a, in a Protestant home and we attended church. And I, I wouldn't say that we were devoutly religious, but certainly we were spiritual in that regard. And I found that the idea of spirituality or connecting with spirit it, it means the same thing at the highest aspect. And yet through certain filters, we act like it, it's very different. And it, and each container is very, very, very different. And so it's fascinating to me when we get started, like if you're in one sector of the population, you know, talking about religion is like the worst thing in the world. And if, you, mm. if you're in another talking about being spiritual is, is the worst thing in the world and it feels antithetical. And it's like, well, but at the same time, you know, and even in personal development, like we don't really want to talk about religion or spirituality. We just want to talk about, you know, the psychology of it, the development of it, right? And, and, and everywhere there's this, like, I'm willing to take it here, but no further, right? And inevitably we reach that ceiling and we have to be willing to go, oh, wait, there's more. And we have to be willing to expand out a little bit. And so, so sitting where you're sitting now and walking backwards and when you're guiding other people, how do you help people kind of reconcile all of these different notions of things that on the surface look to be very different and we use them differently? And yet, as you elevate to these higher perspectives, it's like you start to see the you know spirit in all things and you start to see it moving in a different way. Um, what was or what was that walk for you and how do you kind of help others in that? Do you mean my my relationship with spirit? Mm-hmm. And just like, and as, as that continues to expand out and like thinking, yeah. you know what it means. And then, and then here's right. this next layer now, oh wait, now it means this. And then, oh, and there's more, you know, so how do you, or, and, and how do you describe that? I guess. Well, I, 
I explore a lot with spirituality now when I'm more comfortable in it. But in the beginning, I would just really sense who people were. were. I could sense their energy and, and then I would pick up, you know, information in their energy and stuff like that. But it wasn't until my father passed away when I was 15 that I had a guide that I I communicated with and then worked with. So when I have clients, it's my father who gives me all the messages for my client. And he still has his sassy ass attitude that he had when he was alive. And many of my clients are non-believers, but they are curious. They want to learn. Mm-hmm. They're in the beginning stages of, of opening up to something more and deeper and having a bigger understanding of what's really going on in their life. So what I repeatedly hear back is that often after a session with me, they um, get a lot of validation of things that they already kind of like had hunches about. So Mm -hmm. it validates for them that they have an intuition and this is how it feels like when it speaks because Christine, she validated it for me. So Mm -hmm. we kind of build that up uh, relationship wise uh, with me and a client is there's a lot of validation. And then I teach them about certain things that are individual for them, of course, wherever they are in their path of, of spirituality. But I hope I'm answering your question right. But Absolutely, yeah. For, for my relationship right now with the bigger picture, with the universe, with all of that jazz is way broader than it has ever been mostly because I've been myself through the ringer and I really cleansed through a lot of trauma mm-hmm. and for each, for each, what can I say for each breakdown almost there is a new opening where I have a bigger understanding of why and what is going on. So I honestly just feel like the more I work on myself, the stronger and clearer relationship I have with the universe and I can stand stronger in my um, karmic path here in this life. And this is what I'm trying to teach my my clients about too, um, that whatever that's happening to us and the people that are triggering us are here to release that emotion so that you can be completely free as a spirit because I believe and I teach about it too that we are born to become not cleaner I don't want to say that but more purified we come here to learn and let go of old patterns and let go of pain and trauma and stuff that not just sits within the body of this lifetime but even further down in several lifetimes and just really working through all the karmic stuff and and yeah but it's so scary it's such a big world and it's definitely a big universe so there's i tried to make it more relatable (laughs) and simple for people so that it's not so overwhelming and so i started with the tarot decks i wanted Mm -hmm. to create something that was that could draw people in, that they could have something on the table that they could be proud of that was Mm -hmm. something spiritual, something that, you know, you can learn and be curious about. Because like you, I would hide my tarot decks when I had people come over because I was just like, oh, it's so weird. I'd like, (laughs) I felt weird to explain the cards. And if I were to actually show my friends the card, they will be very afraid because some of the Mm -hmm. imagery 
are not relatable and they're very scary and they're like does this mean i'm dying i don't understand right. <laughs> so well, and I, I love that you bring that up because it that that is a big part of it you've taken the visual um like the imagery from the tarot and, and you've made it into this beautiful um kind of depiction that allows you to relate to it without that imagery and, and it and i love the kindred spirit feel here because you know, you were able to look at kind of some of the garish images and see the thread of beauty in it, see the meaning, see the spiritualism in it and pull that out. And and that's the aspect I think that appeals to so many of us while there's other aspects of them that just don't like I could ne I was never interested in using a traditional writer weight um, yeah. deck because it just never spoke to me. I got it. Right. Like I could see the symbolism, but um, so I, so I, I love what you're speaking about and it, and it does, um, as a collective, we have all these connections to that and the occult and, 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 and dark magics and other things mm. that, that until you really work through where you connect in with those fear levels, it's hard to disengage from it. And it, and it tends to taint how we feel about anything that's not, you know, totally of this physical reality, if you will. Um, and you said something that I think is worth really um, highlighting this expansion that continues to happen, it is a relationship. And I, I, regardless of whether or not we're willing to admit it, I do think that we carry a collective story that has this expectation that the spiritual journey like ends in the, some sort of culmination. And then we get to be spiritual the rest of the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it, it's a relationship. One of the, one of the best pieces of advice my husband and I got in our premarital counseling was that marriage is a verb. And, and you have to, you have to do it. You have to work it. And, and that's, I would say the same thing about our spirituality is that it should be a verb. It should be in motion and growing and evolving And our relationship mm. to spirit continues to deepen. And that should like, instead of, uh, you know, if we hold that as the potentiality, instead of this kind of, we're trying to get to this point and be done. Like we get to check a box or something. Yeah. It's like, you know, now, now I think that more closely represents at least what my experience has been with it and what it sounds like yours has been as well. Yeah, absolutely. It just expands. It never ends. I don't think we can grasp it here on earth how big, you know, true life mm -hmm. really is. Mm -hmm. I think so too. And, 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 and I, you know, I alternate. Sometimes that provides me enormous peace and comfort, and mm -hmm. sometimes it scares the heck out of me. And so, right. it, it's okay, folks, to to like to ebb and flow with this, and to be in it, and to and to not know, and to and to have your curiosities, and to 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 have your trepidation. You know, it's it's okay to be a little terrified about yeah. something that you thought was the only way to see reality, and and now you're finding out maybe it's not. I mean, some of you have like 50, 60, 70 years under your belt of mm -hmm. thinking one way, like it's going to take some integration time, be gentle with yourselves in this process and know that wherever you're sitting is the perfect place for you to be sitting. And you're coming into awareness about it because you're ready to see other things. And that's yeah. okay. It's a beautiful relationship. No need to, to, to rush it or to feel judgmental or anything else. What, what advice do you have, Christine, for people who, let's say they're new to this and you're, you're opening up the doorway because you've made such a beautiful container and created such a safe space for people to explore. And they, they, they're inspired by the interview and they go and get their cards 
um, what what do, what advice do you have for them as they're sitting there looking at this thing that that both terrifies and excites them? Yeah, I think it's very important to make sure what what you feel like you're lacking or what you would like to have more of in your life and have an intention to whatever that you're doing. And if the intention is to have more clarity and you want to have, you want to start out with tarot and, and, and dip into spirituality, I would really recommend having a little, like even just 10 minutes a day where you practice spirituality, where you read about it, where you learn about it, but that you just open the door a little bit. For me, I always recommend people to, to spend at least like for me in the morning, every time like before coffee or during coffee, I do my morning ritual where I have my tarot decks and then I do the daily, daily card pull and then just look into what kind of energy I can expect. And then I also journal it down, which means that I can look back and check, you know, and see how accurate these decks are, these cards are, and that this will create even a stronger bond between the cards and yourself. And that will automatically boost that, oh my God, I can ask about anything. And then it kind of just helps you boost the confidence with you and the connection to spirituality is to journal and, and set aside time to practice, making like a little ritual and definitely read and, and learn a little bit more about it. But as for me, I try to practice like that. I actually practice mm -hmm. consciously like an hour a day, even more because I, I consider doing yoga too as a practice and reading and um, yeah, just exploring and meditating uh, to keep that contact, just to build a strong relationship with myself and my intuition and uh, well, and yeah. you have to show you have to let spirit come in like you, you mm -hmm. spirit can't move if you're not allowing any space for that and I love that you mentioned the practice of it because I think we, a lot of times we want to brush over the discipline portion of this and it right. you can't expect to keep doing everything the same way you've been doing it and have something change if there's something you want more of or you want to know what it feels like to have that relationship with spirit then you have to be willing to do the things that open the doorway for that. Of course, our relationship with spirit is effortless and it's the most natural state of our existence, but we've done a whole lot of things to separate ourselves from that. And yeah. those are the things that have to be looked at and undone in order to engage in that natural state of being where we are in communion with the divine. Um, yeah. So don't forget that piece, folks. And if, if you really want to change the, your world, your life, your relationships, yourself, whatever it might be, you have to be willing to do the things that are going to create change. Yeah. And that and means I, changing your habits and where you spend your time and what you spend your time doing, right? Right. I just want to add to that where also don't forget to ask spirit and ask the universe if you don't know what you want, but just like I normally just ask for magic because magic is just like a shift in perspective perception and mm -hmm. I just want to uh, to be open to receive you know the help from spirit from universe I go to bed and I do my my gratitude practice where I spend at least a good 10 minutes just giving thanks and then I'll end it with like 
okay, I'm ready for magic. Show me what you got. And then I go to sleep. And I think it's very important not just to do the practice, but also to open up to receiving what the practice mm -hmm. can give you. So yeah, I just wanted to add that. Yeah, beautiful. And I want to speak to our folks who, I know we've got a, a strong contingent of listeners who are deeply and, and devoutly religious, recognize that, that there's, there's a lot of misconceptions about things. And, and it's when we can see God in everything, then, then nothing is outside of God's reach to use to speak to us. And right. so we're, the, it's really important that we start breaking down some of these misconceptions. Um, you, you know, whether the, the, we've always used tools to connect to God, we've always used imagery, um, whether it's a burning bush or, or whether it's tablets or, or, or whether it, it's, it's a, a, an incarnate being like, like we, we always, God has used everything in our presence to get our attention. It is not unheard of that God could speak to you through a deck of cards. It's not saying yeah. that you have to perform witchcraft mm -mm. in order to get the message. What it's saying is that you trust that as you open up in more ways, it's no different than sitting down with the Bible and allowing God to move, to speak through you. And, and yeah. a lot of you've had the experience of those stories changing. Like, you know, you read it and then it's like, you're reading it again. You're like, wait a second. That's not how it was. Like, if you don't think God has the power to speak to you and everything, whether it be you know, a feather on the ground or, or, or a card that you sit in front of with the intention of connecting in, then you're probably not paying attention. Yeah. Um, so be really careful while pieces inside of you want to come up and go, wait, that's bad. That's the yeah. devil. That's this, that's that. Let's, let's start owning some of those stories and pulling those out and saying, does that really serve us? Is it even true? Mm. Right. Stories that were created and formed by our fear continue to perpetuate fear, folks. It's not rocket science. Yeah. So you can't say you want this expansive journey. You want to change yourself, your relationships, your life and everything else and hold to any sort of um, biases or beliefs or stories that are, were perpetuated in fear. And anything that says that that's bad, it's worth taking a look at and saying, okay, wait, why? And who says... And can it really threaten me, right? And, and, and I'm going to pick on the religious folks again. If you've given yourself over to God and you're committed to that, then what here on this earthly plane can threaten you? Right. Right. And so be really careful and pay attention in your bodies where the way we carry those folks. It doesn't matter if you grew up in a religious household or not. Try to walk around in this world, at least in the United States, you know, in countries that, that have a, uh, a, a large religious population you're still susceptible to those same stories. And so be mm. really careful what you're continuing to perpetuate by either feeding it or refusing to take a look at it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Christine, beautiful, beautiful exchange today. What, what, what are some last bits of advice you'd like to leave our audience with as, as we close out today? I think the best advice I can think of right now is just to be aware and be open by asking for magic. And then also don't be afraid of looking into yourself. And that's why I'm saying be aware because we spend so much time on our cell phone and our computer and thinking about what's outside and thinking about what other people think and all that. I think the best advice is just to try and practice stillness, practice being aware of where you are at 
the moment in your breath and then asking for guidance and, and practice gratitude, all these yummy things I mentioned before. I think that's, that's really what I can come up with right now and be Beautiful. curious. <laughs> I love it. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing yourself and your wisdom and, and some of your time and space with us today. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate the work you're doing in the world. Keep it up and please let us know how we can continue to support you. Right now we can send people to your website. Go check out those cards, folks. Go to soulcardstarot.com, C-O-U-L-C-A-R-D-S-T-A-R-O-T.com and and play. Have have fun with it, folks. And Christine, blessings to you and, and big hug and love to you and your work in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. Beautiful. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world, everyone. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.